Black Matters from the Salvos. Yeah, it was on, 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 on. We started falling off like the movies, therefore everyone to see. Wasn't even looking at family. A lot of great things have come out of the Netherlands. Vincent van Gogh, Eddie van Halen for those rock and rollers. For the football lovers, Rude van Nistelrooy, and the program that The Voice modelled itself on, The Voice of Holland. And I have on the phone someone who became a part of history last year when you really think about it. A woman, Keith Urban, said, The world is yours. A contestant of the first Australian series of The Voice, Brittany Cairns. Brittany, you've reserved a place for yourself in history, don't you think? Being a contestant of the first Australian series of The Voice. In the Netherlands, the first ever voice was watched by 2.7 million people every Friday night, which is not bad for a population of 16 million people. <laughs> it's one in every five are watching it. And so for Australia, it was a huge thing for us to begin doing the voice as well. And uh, I'd be interested to know what was going through your mind when you first walked on to sing Gravity to the back of those chairs. Oh, geez. It was, it was so insane. I mean, that day... I arrived um, around 6am in the morning and I didn't end up singing till 10pm at night. So <laughs> kind of what was going through my mind was, oh, I just want to go home. <laughs> you were waiting that long? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a very um, long and tedious day. But I remember thinking as soon as those doors opened, I was just like, don't trip over. Just, I just thought, you know what? I'm, I treated it like a gig. You know, I was, I was going out to perform. Great idea. I didn't focus on the chairs turning, you know. I just thought, I'm just going to go out and perform a song, and if they like it, they like it. If they don't, you know, doesn't matter. So that long wait didn't make you feel more um, nervous? No, because I, I was nervous all day, and I kind of just got over my nerves because it was just so, so long. <laughs> you know, I, I had time to be nervous. So tell me, why did you choose Keith? Before the blind audition, I was, I was watching the ads, and I remember... I remember them all talking about what they were looking for and Keith was saying how he was just looking for an authentic voice that he could work with and, you know, someone who just who just had that uniqueness. And I thought, you know, all, all the other coaches were looking for a star and a performer and knowing, um, knowing that I wasn't a professional and that I didn't necessarily know how to perform, I thought, Keith would know what to do with my voice more than the others. So that's, that's kind of what set him apart for me. Were you... Um... I had my order in case, because obviously I didn't know who or if anyone was going to turn around. So I did, I did have my order of how I was going to go. Well, first of all, that's a great example of positive thinking, that you had an order already before you'd even sung. That's a great, uh, that's a great thing. Oh, I just like to be prepared. What was the order? Keith, feel... Gold and Delta. Okay. Hey, you and Kelsey were amazing singing Turning Tables together. I remember watching that thinking, these two. Oh, it was so much fun to do it with, do it with someone who I respected and we just had such a good friendship. I think that was a good example of iron sharpening iron because you guys, you just were so powerful through that. It was, um, you know, we discussed it before and we were like, whoever gets through, we were going to support and... It was funny, like I, before the battle rounds, I was, you know, praying. I was like, because something I struggle with is comparing myself to other singers. And then to have the battle round, which is pretty much basically that, <laughs> yeah. um, I, was, 
praying, you know, that at least I'd have someone that I had become good friends with and that, you know, wasn't an wasn't an enemy, so to say, but was a was a friend and it was a duet and I was I was very blessed to get Kelsey because we're still friends today and Hey, what do you think of this year's talent on um the voice? Yeah, I have been watching. It's crazy to watch it and think Oh, it just it just doesn't make sense to me that I was on that last year. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really comprehend it. But no, my favourite by far is definitely Michael Painter. Yeah, I was when I saw Michael walk on stage, because we um, have played a couple of his songs. Yeah. Yeah, to see Ivor talk about him the way he did, that was a great boost for him as well, wasn't it? Yeah, no, he's definitely just so talented and I just I hope he goes fast. He really deserves it. Hey, if Ricky Martin was in the lineup, would that have changed your um, your selection choice? Uh, no, I probably would have gone with Seal, actually. Really? Yeah. You didn't think Ricky has what you're looking for in, in a coach? Oh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I don't know what I would have chosen. <laughs> Man, I, it's such a whirlwind when you're up on that stage. I'm surprised I could speak. I'm surprised I could speak. <laughs> Do you feel blown away that there's such mega talent uh, sitting there watching? Oh, definitely. It, it doesn't... I don't think it actually sunk in until after the whole show had finished. Really? Yeah, because it's like, it's like a roller coaster and, and you have to keep going. You can't stop and think about it, otherwise you kind of get left behind. So you have to keep going with the, with the adrenaline, with the emotion and all that. And then after the show, you have time to just sit there and think about it and it's like... Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Did that happen? What experience um, helped you to cope with that whole situation and to push you through that? Um, It was was more so just my family, just keeping me grounded. And, you know, whenever I was home, they would make sure that, you know, that, that I was doing all right and that my emotions weren't going too crazy and all that sort of stuff. So I think, I think they were, they were my grounding point. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. You've got the EP coming out. So where to after that? Back to the US or um, are you going to concentrate on just breaking Australia or what? Um, I probably will head back to LA. There's a few people over there that um, I want to catch up with and write with again and meet a few other people. But yeah, I, I guess just do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Do another, do another EP or an album or... Yeah, just start writing. Do you have a faith? Yeah, definitely. When did you decide to, to uh, follow the Lord? Um, well, I grew up in a Christian family, but it probably wasn't until early high school that I decided for myself and then absolutely grown so much. And, you know, the voice was such a, a trusting thing that I had to do. And it definitely, I, I've never experienced, you know, relying on God so much um, than I did in. in in that time, and I think it, it does take things like that to have full reliance on God. Yeah. So it was, it was really good for me, both you know, music-wise and, and personal-wise. Yeah, it was on, 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 on. We started falling off like the movies there for everyone to see. Wasn't even looking at fast. Brittany Cairns, you made it so far through the voice but just wasn't able to get all the way there. But does that matter? Does it matter indeed? She has the exposure on television. She's got her EP coming out and we're looking forward to an amazing future with Brittany. 
As each of us work towards our dream in life, it's good to remember what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 15. Fear of the Lord teaches wisdom, and humility precedes honour. Light and life. Go to salvos.org.au slash radio. Fall in love like the movies, therefore everyone to see.